0: The Diary of Brood Meslow. Daddy always said that when you found your true calling, it'll come easy to you, like your soul remembering something your brain forgot. I thought being an investigator was my calling, but I had to work real hard at that. I thought maybe I was a fighter, but just never had the chance. But I'm afraid that might not be my place on this team either. If I were big and strong like Rook, sure. Was on the receiving end of one of his hooves and I don't want to repeat that anytime soon.
1: I'm brood, Brood, oh no, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Um, Brood's
0: like holding his face and he's like, oh, ow, I said the safe word. I Why would
1: you kick me in the face? It's a new safe word. I'm so
0: sorry. If I were stealthy and quick like Simon, maybe. Corball is scary accurate with his crossbow and I've never even really shot mine. Dot is such a good talker, you wouldn't think he was a fighter, but then he threw fire. Okay, if everybody else is ready,
2: I'll try it. My hand begins to glow and fire right at that one up
0: on the top. Ren is even smaller than me, and they use their words to be affected in battle. Your words have cut it so deep it grabs its heart and keels over out of sheer despair. (laughs) Ren just... Oh my gosh, I, I didn't mean to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Daddy was strange. His solution was to hide, lock the doors, and keep to ourselves. I joined the Shades and Nephilim so he could see I was making it more safe so we could relax. But he was none too impressed with that either. Perhaps this is why I am not a fighter. I can't even really use Daddy's box on a stick. Maybe I'm a healer who's meant to run and hide like Daddy. But to make sure they don't think I'm useless like the Shades did, I'm going to be the best healer I can be. Look out, Mantle. Brood and his soon-to-be best friends are on the move. As Brood finishes writing, he closes his book and looks up. The group has come to a halt because they've encountered something new and unusual out here in the world of Mantle. A giant black monolith is sticking up out of the ground of the forest in a semi-small clearing, circular in shape. It sits in the middle, and from a distance you can see that it's black and carved with humanoid figures all over it. And a series of spikes sticking off of it, almost like a rose bush. Since Wren is leading the group, Wren would be the first one to see it. What do you do? Hang up. I see this black
3: protrusion. It is, like, sleek and doesn't look like anything in the surrounding area. What do y'all want to do? I mean, of
2: course we need to go check it out, right?
4: Uh, no. No, no. no no we don't you don't think so is it dangerous no
0: no we we definitely don't need to do that it's just a rock simon what are you scared of look how pointy it is well just don't 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 try to hug it you'll be fine what if it makes me i don't i don't think that's a thing well i didn't think that spider monkeys were a thing either
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've never seen a spider monkey before in my entire life. And we just killed several of them,
0: so... Well, maybe we won't see any more then. What if we just killed them all off?
1: Oh, did we just commit genocide?
5: (laughs) Oh no!
0: There's no way that's all of them. I sure hope not. Well, uh, I, I guess we have a couple choices. We can either go and look at it, or try to move past it without looking at it in hopes that it won't make us hug it apparently that's a concern don't want it to hug
3: i'm more inclined just to fly around it real quick just get some eyes on it i mean i'd like to go look at it too
5: i'm i'm okay to go check it out as well i will climb this tree
0: oh there he goes up a tree again that's simon he just loves
3: to climb stuff it's got really sticky paws.
0: Well, I, I can't sneak around it, so if it's going to make me hug it, I might as well walk right up to it.
3: Simon, you'll be our lookout? Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay right here. All right. Rook, do you want to flank around and uh, keep bias on us just in case something goes down? or pull out a javelin and just keep it ready.
0: <laughs> Rook canters off in one direction. I assume Corball Ren... Brood and Dot are all going up to the stone. Yes. Yes. I'm
3: flying counterclockwise around the clearing, slowly
0: inching forward. Give me a group perception check. Nine. Eight. eight, 20. Seven. (laughs) Whoa. So the group approaching the stone, you get closer and closer to it. And you begin to realize that the carvings on the stone are not necessarily pleasant. The humanoids on it look as though they're in pain. There seems to be a motif of chains and bars all over the stone. Uh, being that it's stone, would I
5: be able to do a history check to see if I recall reading about anything like this? or? Sure. Yeah, give me a history check.
0: Uh, 16. Looking at this stone, you can tell that it's a very hard stone that is difficult to work with. It looks as though it was not carved with any tools that you have any idea what they are because it's so smooth. Even for dwarves, it would be unusual for it to look this well-hewn. And, um in general just gives off a very mystic kind of almost i hate to use the word alien but a very unnerving unusual feeling to a dwarf that works in stone normally simon up in your tree you rolled a 20 on your perception check uh looking down on the clearing you can see that in perfect circles around the stone are flat rectangular stones laid into the ground and they seem to be extremely organized. That's weird.
1: (laughs) What did you say, Simon? I couldn't (laughs) hear you. What? I said, whoa, that's weird. Guys, I think we're safe. Like, I don't think we have anything to worry about. I don't know. The people on this stone look pretty awful. I approached the obelisk. How how big is this stone? Are we looking at a small flat thing, or are we looking at like something towering over us?
0: It is a towering monolith. Okay. Is there any writing on it or anything? Give me an investigation check. I'm so good at those. <laughs> huh? 16. Dot, you do find some things that look like it could be writing. It is not a language that you understand, but you can see that it's written in an organized fashion in a way that would look like writing. You also notice something that has been roughly carved into this stone also. It is the letter G with a dagger drawn through it and it looks like it's newer it's been carved long after the stone was originally carved almost like graffiti on the stone so focusing on
2: the the writing i would go into my mind and say hello genie can you help me understand this and would open my eyes and Not really knowing would cast Comprehend Languages Okay. to try
0: and understand what it is. As Dot concentrates on the words, he feels the presence of Edelstein take over his body. His eyes open wider than they normally would, and they start glowing yellow. And Dot's mouth opens almost like a gramophone and there's the sound of someone starting a record player as edelstein looks at the writing and says da and so punishment has left the world giving way to chaos
2: all is lost
0: and then dot's eyes return to normal and edelstein's presence lifts i kind of slump a little bit i'm like oh man
2: that, that was very weird yeah did did anyone write that down i mean i can remember it okay it says i remember saying and so punishment has left the world giving way to chaos
0: all is lost oh yeah i'll, I'll write that down in my journal it seems important I guess. It seems very confusing to me.
2: Man, I feel weak now. Dot, do you need to sit down? I don't know. I just don't feel as much magic as I felt a little bit ago.
1: Oh. Are you getting sick? Like the others? Oh my
0: gosh. Are you going to die? Bert? save him! Save him! The people that died in Nephilim, they had crazy wounds and things growing out of them. So if you start feeling like you got gems sticking out of your face. I mean I have a tail that's growing out of me. <laughs> but otherwise in yeah, there.
2: Otherwise, I mean my fur is good. I just feel like I have less magic than I did a minute ago.
5: That that's interesting. I did that fire thing. Should I be should I be trying more?
0: I I mean, we got to be careful. We make sure nobody sees us doing magic out here. But, yeah, if you think you can do cool things, I want to see more cool things. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, Simon, there's nothing down here. You can come out of the tree. Yeah, maybe this is just a
2: monument that somebody created. It would have had to be made by the gods, though, right? I mean, can people really make something this smooth and this big?
1: If the gods put it here, shouldn't we leave? Should Or should we destroy it? Can we destroy it? The gods are evil, right? I
3: don't know if we can say that for certain, Rook. I mean, the gods warred, but the gods, before everything happened, did a lot of good in the world as well. They They provided for people... They they gave people power, and just like we have magic now, they helped people gain magic to to do their will or to help heal others. Or some gods were terrible. And how would you know the difference? Like if you met the god and the god was giving
2: you power, how would you know if they were good or not? That's the hard part, Dot.
5: That's that's the hard part. Hmm. Wait, do you think our power is from God's? I don't
3: think so, necessarily. I come from a a magical world. I live in another existence, almost on a different plane. It's, It's hard to describe, but it's not like I can just... Walk to where I'm from. It it takes a lot of magic. There's um, a gate that has to be created, a magical gate that lets me walk between that world and this world. And mm-hmm. our people, we are inherently magic. That everything that comes from the Feywild is magic. So, magic can come from numerous sources. I'm I'm no expert, but. That
5: That is interesting. And I use Prestidigitation to hold a little flame in my hand. Does anybody want
2: to try and push on this or see if there's a door or anything? I'm a little bit afraid to try and touch it, but I'll try it.
1: You guys stand back.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But don't stand behind him. He'll kick you right in the face. <laughs> um...
1: I touch it with my hand.
0: It is cool to the touch. The carvings are impossibly smooth and very detailed to the point that you can, like, feel skin texture on some of the humanoid creatures. Uh, The only part that is rough is the carving of the letter G with a dagger through it that looks like it was done crudely with a with a sharp implement of some kind.
1: Guys, I think this part of it was a mistake. I don't know.
3: I think someone did that after the fact.
0: You think? If nothing else, we can use it as a wayfinding point. Like, we can write it on the map that we found a black spiky rock that doesn't want you to hug it. Yes, that would be good. Now... Does it
3: look like the dagger is like pointing in a direction like it's an arrow like g this way or uh, or is it more like a stabbed down through the g or
0: yeah, if you picture a capital letter g, just in plain text, the dagger is stabbed through the top of the g and down through the bottom,
3: okay, got it. okay. I'd wrote that totally differently in my uh,
0: kind of like know. somebody was
2: scratching the g out
0: potentially or like it's, not a it g lo- <laughs> it looks like it was all done by the same implement so potentially yeah. all done at the same time gotcha
5: maybe that was another group that was sent by sage before us oh yeah maybe they were leaving marks should we leave a mark
2: we could put an O and put a slash to it, so it says "go" or "don't go," depending on how you look at it.
0: <laughs> Corval, do you have a way to like hit it with a with a hammer or something? You got you got tools to carve with.
5: I have a way to hit it with a hammer. <laughs> I think Rook would probably be more effective than me. I'm I'm more of a woodworker.
0: Uh, it, I don't know, it, Rook. Do you want to like knock off a, a spike or something? Or, okay, or and I hit it with my hammer. <laughs> leave it alone. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Too late. Too late. <laughs> Root, give me an attack roll. It doesn't have to be high since it's a rock. 19. Uh, you managed to just kind of hit one of the tips of a spike off, so it's maybe three inches long, uh, tapered to a very sharp point so if you uh-huh. wanted to like make it into an arrowhead or something it would probably function similarly uh okay. and it comes off as you smash it with a hammer <laughs>
1: guys
5: i think this is just a rock <laughs> yeah we might want to keep heading towards the mountains yeah let's yeah. go towards the
1: mountains. that seems like a good idea as any uh i, I grabbed slamming. the broken bit
0: we're leaving.
1: I think that's a good idea. Good idea as any.
0: Hey, Simon. We're leaving.
4: Okay. That is the most sensible thing anybody said so far. Okay, well, I'm ready to go. You know, I imagined this
1: world to be more... more dangerous and mysterious, but... I don't think that's the case. It seems like the evil gods are gone. At least so far. That's
2: true. I kind of thought there would still be
1: fighting and we just
2: didn't know about it in our home and there would still be magic flying everywhere.
5: Yeah. Y'all just wait. We've been out here what? Three hours? (laughs) Time. That's true.
0: As the group gathers together again and continues heading west, the sun has not moved, so the only way that you know that time has passed is that your feet are getting tired, you've been walking for quite a while now, and you get to a point where you feel like you've probably been walking the better part of a day. As you are going through the forest, you hear a very loud cracking sound. I don't like like it. it. Like the sound... Of a tree breaking and falling over. And then it repeats almost immediately after that. So I think we should hide.
2: I hear something coming. Let's be careful. I climb a tree.
3: I fly up into the boughs of a tree. I I start to climb up a tree and then the branch snaps.
2: <laughs> it's a seven for stealth. Stup-
5: I have disappeared. <laughs> Not actually disappeared, but I am very, very stealthy.
3: I rolled a twenty-two.
5: I trip over Dot.
1: So I rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rook, I'm down here. Oh, Dot, I'm sorry, I didn't see. Come you. on, Rook, climb the tree. You're so small.
0: Luckily, I'm <laughs> scares brood, and he trips over his box on a stick and falls face first. (laughs) Just flat on the ground. We're not being the most sneaky. (laughs) We should maybe just
2: get ready for fighting something.
3: I don't want to fight something that cracks trees.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Simon, what was your stealth check? Ten. Ten. Okay. So... Outside of You're the stealthy one, (laughs) the team is 22, 22, 22. (laughs) Corvall and Ren vanish into the twilight while the rest of us are fumbling around. Simon, as you are approaching a tree to climb up it, the tree moves. There's a cracking sound as it lifts and swings a few feet ahead and then drops back down again. Looking up, you can see that the tree trunks are attached to some sort of giant beast that looks as though it is made out of the very trees that make up the forest. And it is slowly migrating along the same kind of direction that the team is heading in. It is so big that it's not even really noticing that you are underneath it currently. Should we take it for a ride? That's what I was thinking. So the trees are slowly and nonchalantly moving forward. Uh, the cracking sounds are every time it lifts and the roots are pulled out of the ground and it steps again. And then the following leg.
5: I whisper to whoever is close to me. We should just let them pass.
0: Stay out of their way. We can do that.
3: Or we might be able to hitch a ride even. If we can be quiet. Otherwise, let's just try and let them pass. I'm going to
4: touch the tree that's the leg.
0: You're trying to touch another tree leg?
4: Just, yeah, just to see if it reacts to to contact.
0: It does not acknowledge your existence. It is unbothered by you being around it currently.
4: Uh, I don't climb up it, but I climb onto it so like I'm just like testing to see if being on it it reacts at all.
0: Give me a deck save to try to hold on to it while it moves 19 so as the tree cracks again and starts swinging forward it moves 25 feet ahead and then hits the floor again with a thunk you're able to hold on to it but it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very easy ride in general if you were to stay there
4: how close is a more comfortable spot
0: you're at the base of a tree. So a good 40 to 50 feet up before you get any kind of branching out on the creature
4: that seems too big of a risk. and I get back off?
0: Is anybody else doing anything as the herd is moving through? I'm quietly sitting. I just take out the book,
5: the mystical woods of mantle. And I flip through it real fast to see if there's any pictures of this thing.
0: (laughs) You see that they call these redwood beasts. Their legs and bodies are made of basically sentient tree material. Are we going to try and take them for a ride?
2: Kind of a scary ride. (laughs) I wonder if we could climb all the way to the top.
0: I bet you Ran could get up there. I think Rook might
3: have a difficult time climbing uh, with hooves uh, <laughs> up the trees. I don't know, maybe the scratch
2: into the bark better than my hands. I mean, I don't know. Rook, have you ever tried to climb a tree? Have you ever even seen a tree?
1: I've never seen a tree big enough to climb. <laughs> but no, from the times I have tried climbing... Heights or scaffolding, it has not gone well.
3: I want to see just how big this herd is, so I want to fly up high for that.
0: Give me a, an investigation check with advantage for your height. Uh, 12. It's kind of hard to see, it's twilighty and they look just like all the trees around them, but you can pick out at least. Four or five of these moving slowly away
3: fly back down. There's not many of them, and it shouldn't be too long for them to pass if we want to just wait. Sounds good to me.
5: That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, that seems like the best answer. Uh, A group perception check before they move out of the way.
3: Fifteen. Eight, sixteen,
0: eighteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. As the redwood beasts are moving slowly out of the way, Rook, you see in an open space that was opened up by one of the redwood beasts lifting up their foot and moving it forward, there is a jar of some kind. It looks as though it's carved out of the same tree material as the redwood beasts and it's sitting in a hole that they have left behind like a glass
1: jar it's a wooden jar but jars are made of
3: glass <laughs> no, not in this uh, world buddy
0: you're like i can believe moving trees but wooden jars that's <laughs> <Like I'd laughs> drop, yeah you gotta a lot w.t somewhere.
3: foxtrot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: they seem to have left something behind i go pick
0: it up oh all right uh it's roughly the size of a football it looks as though it's like a russian nesting doll where it's split in the middle Hmm. and it is carved with a woman's face on top and it's surrounded by carved greenery all around the rest of the jar. Hmm. So, unbeknownst to Rook,
2: I would be holding Mage Hand ready to cast it if the jar falls.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> You've got a held <laughs> action in case Rook exactly. drops it. <laughs> <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> C-
1: Corball, you might want to take a look at this. It's made of
5: wood. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> It's Let made of wood. S- Let me see it.
0: I throw it to him. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I, try, I try and catch <laughs> it? Yeah, give us a deck save.
5: Okay, 17.
0: All right. It's good enough. <laughs> Rook casually... Tosses this strange object to corp. It's made of wood. It's going to be durable. As
2: you (laughs) catch it, there's like this weird tail that appears around (laughs) it (laughs) and then disappears. Just like cradles (laughs) it into my hands. (laughs) I'm like, oh, good. You caught it.
5: I got it. I got it. Uh, What
1: is it? Where did you find this? It was in the footprints left by the
5: creatures. Okay. And I just take a
0: look at it, see, like, I can figure out what it is, I guess. Beyond what you can just see, give me an investigation check. If you need to know more than that. 16. So you can see that it does indeed twist in the middle. It sounded hollow-ish, like a container of some kind. The woman's face looks very pleasant on the outside and the rest of it is covered with different forms of greenery that are carved all over the rest of it. This, this is
5: beautiful. And I, I open it. Nice. Give me a deck save. Oh yeah. 19 plus three,
0: 22. So Corbal is able to recognize when he needs to be cautious. He opens it. And the bottom half of the wooden jar is full of some sort of amber viscous liquid. Luckily, you were able to manage to not spill any as you are opening it.
5: All right, I just put it back together. Maybe when we stop tonight, we can check this out a little more in depth. And I wrap some canvas around it and put it into my backpack.
0: The redwood beasts have exited the area. Ren, what would you like to do?
1: You all want to keep moving? It seems the most sensible I, thing to do.
2: Are they going the way we're going? We could just follow and look in their footsteps.
3: Oh yeah. We were we're going in that direction, so I mean I
2: don't I don't see why not to follow them. Do you guys want to track the the redwood beasts?
1: Yeah, just kind of follow behind them. That's not a bad idea. And they might clear out any.
3: Right. Any dangers. Yeah. Ren is up in the air over making sure on the flanks of our line, there's nothing approaching Ren is focused on making sure there's no approaching danger.
0: Ren you are you are most interested in other things there are lots of strange new sounds and sights so you're not really paying as much attention as you probably should but the team as you go on you don't find anything really of value as you follow the redwood beast they do however open up a pathway that makes it easier for you to walk which is nice uh after a couple hours of them walking they seem to stop, like they are setting up again. Has the sun still not moved? The sun still has not moved. It is twilight, and the sun is still to the north. What does that mean, it's twilight? Meaning in the woods where you guys are, it's perpetually seeming to be in a kind of a dim light kind of situation.
4: So the, the sun is not moving, but where it currently is, it looks twilight. Yes. Now that they're stopped, I'm going to go climb up the tree and investigate
0: higher up. Okay.
5: How long have we been walking everyone? Maybe we should make camp. It, It feels like it's been a long time.
3: I was thinking the same thing. I, I was wondering if maybe we could even utilize one of the divots, depending on how big of one we could find, to even offer some shelter and stay a little hidden overnight.
0: Ooh, yeah, we could build a fort.
3: If we
5: find one big enough, I have a uh, 12 by 12 piece of canvas we could stretch over top of it to protect us.
0: Ooh, nice. Ren. what was your question?
3: I was going to ask how big the divots were.
0: They are roughly the size of like a minivan-sized hole as they lift each foot. Simon, are you investigating the tree or the are you climbing up to look around the rest of the area?
4: I am climbing to investigate the creature.
0: Give me an investigation check then. Seven. You can get up pretty far... Are you going to climb up to like where the branches are to try to see if you can see more or are you staying kind of down near the bottom?
4: Um, I'm going to go as high as I can.
0: So you get up there, you can't really tell where the front or the back of the creature is or if it has means of breathing or eating or anything, but... It seems very stoic and peaceful now. It doesn't appear as though it's agitated or wanting to move currently.
4: Is there any other signs of creatures that live in it as as it goes?
0: Currently, no. It looks as though most things, if they do live in it, abandon it as it starts moving.
4: How comfortable would it be to now that I'm up in the body area of it? Like, would I still have to be active and trying to stay on it? Or am I now like on a, a tiny little planet with legs where I can lay down? And...
0: <laughs> no, it's definitely not a riding kind of beast. It is just still a tree with connecting parts. So there might be some bigger branches that you can sit on, but as soon as it starts moving, you're going to have to actively try to stay on board. Oh, I'll go back down there. Okay. Skitter, skitter, skitter. So, Corball, would one of these holes work then? Can we build a tent? Yeah, if, if you give me, I mean, if we want to stop for,
5: I guess, I don't know if it's night, but if we want to stop and rest for an extended period of time, I could take, you know, an hour and build us something to sit under, put a fire in the middle and we'd be relatively protected. So, how how are we going to know when it is time to sleep? We don't have Nephilim's clock
0: anymore. I suspect when we get tired, it's time to rest. I've I've been tired this whole time. That's because you keep
2: climbing trees.
4: (laughs) 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 That's got a point, Simon. Yeah, it's on the end of his nose. (laughs) I have points
2: on the end of my fingers and the end of my tail.
4: That is a long, long point
2: coming out of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) I can whip things with it. Although not as cool as your chain.
4: Or as scary as your chain. It's probably for the best. If my chain was coming out of my butt, I'd probably hurt myself. (laughs) I mean, it looks like it already hurts yourself. Yeah, I just imagine it'd be much, much worse.
2: <laughs>
4: Let's change the subject. This is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my butt kind of hurts right now. So, how, how are we going to know when, like, just day to day, how are we going to measure time? How are we going to know when it's time to stop and that we're drinking enough and eating enough? I mean, I feel like I just barely ate. I'm not hungry at all. You're kidding? I'm
1: I'm so hungry right now. I could eat an entire tree creature.
0: <laughs> Wait, can you eat grass, Rook? Oh, yeah, good question. I wanted to know that, too. Because you got eat... lots of food out here.
1: <laughs> I typically eat meat. I've never tried eating grass. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Try
4: it. Here,
1: (laughs) eat this pine cone that brood found. Are there other random foliage things that you eat?
0: (laughs) I mean, we haven't been around anything green in Nephilim ever. I mean, outside of the stuff that they grow up in in the garden. So, I don't know what's safe to eat out here.
1: What What if the grass is tiny gods that kills us? (laughs) i try some of the grass uh uh, give me a a con save (laughs) a con save Uh,
0: 22 (laughs) it does not taste great but you can consume it safely there is nothing toxic about it
1: Guys, this is delicious. You should try it.
0: (laughs) I don't even know how you're eating it with your your underbite teeth like that. You can't even chew that, can you?
1: (laughs) Well, it goes down, and then I have one stomach, and then it comes back up. (laughs) Oh,
2: gross.
1: And then it goes into (laughs) a different stomach. (laughs) I heard that's what rabbits do. Do rabbits do that?
2: I mean, I think they poop it out and then eat it again which I've never oh, had the strength disgusting. to do. Yeah, I've <laughs> never been willing to try that.
5: Do we want to stop and and take an extended break, eat some food, maybe sleep? A
4: little? I don't know. What time is it?
3: I think that would be good just to relax, take some stock. And I know how magic works for me. I'm out of practice, but Before everything, there are certain spells that I only had a limited supply of, and I needed to rest every day or so to rejuvenate that magic. I feel like some of my magic is, is very low right now after getting out of there. And I think it'd be helpful to replenish that magical supply with a night's rest. I don't know if any of you all are feeling that sort of sink of magic. or
2: Yeah, I wonder if that's what I'm feeling. Because I can still cast most of my magic. But it does feel like some part of me can't continue to cast.
3: Is it more of the more powerful spells that you know or have access to?
2: I mean, I i don't yet know what all spells i know i've only tried a few things i mean there was the the cold armor stuff there's
1: there's the ghost tail whip
2: (laughs) yeah the ghost tail whip that still worked and i can still fire my fireball thing my blue
5: fireballs well i'm gonna sit down and drink some water Well, yeah let me let me set this up and i build like a little like full TP it over one of the holes that the creature made and start a, a bonfire right in the middle of it and I pull out my tinder box for a second and then set the tinder box in the fire and I just focus and the, the arm tattoos start to glow and then the bracelet that we got glows really bright and then a nice little bonfire starts for us
0: when you're wrist halo lights up as you're using your magic you see that the light seems to be spinning around and then ends pointing in a single direction how did you do that the light of the fire no the halo you have around your wrist the red light gotcha it had point of light that was spinning around and around and then stopped Pointing a specific direction. If I like point my arm in a different direction, does it change? It moves to continually point in the same direction. Guys have a compass. <laughs> I, I take
5: am a, a compass. I take oh a gosh. stick
2: and draw an arrow towards where it's pointing from where he is. Okay. Like, just in case that turns off, we should know which way that says to point.
0: Yeah, I wonder that, if we should go that really way. That's really smart.
2: Which way is it pointing?
0: It's currently pointing
2: south.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, that's not really towards the mountain,
0: though.
1: We've been going the wrong way this whole
0: minute or day. <laughs> the whole <laughs> half day. It's like a, it's like a, like a pet when you leave them at a, at a, at a boarding place and they don't know how long it's been and then they panic. What kind of horrible boarding
1: places have you been leafing your pets at?
0: <laughs> I mean, I only had the one, and it was it was just a rat. No offense, Dot. I'm not that rat. <laughs> I didn't know if they were So I were don't related. have, I mean, I guess no offense taken, right? Because I'm not a rat at all. <laughs> when I was training to get into the academy, into the investigators, they wouldn't let me bring my pet, and my mama and daddy would not watch the rat. So I had to board him. Yeah, but
1: pets should always be happy and excited to go to wherever they're being watched. <gasps> I, I, if yeah, they're not, you're taking them to the wrong place, man. Like,
0: <laughs> You know how many animal boarding places there were in Nephilim?
1: One.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's just our, the one. Our nest would have been happy to take any pets. We like little it, pets that, it, oh, that walk around. If we ever
1: get back to Nephilim, I will change the arena <laughs> to make it <laughs> Oh, no.
5: <laughs> Hearing this like conversation, that. I would sit down after putting up a shelter and start reading my magic wood book.
0: <laughs> uh, Brood is gonna pull his box on a stick through the dirt into the hut, and and sit on the box part, and sit back and drink and eat. Then I just tried to cast my
2: my armor, it, since we're and I can't do it. I wonder if that's what you're talking about. It's kind of weird. When I cast the one way, it feels like it's coming out of one part of me. And when I cast that other armor, and when I did the the other language, it came from a different area of my mind, and that area seems blocked somehow.
3: From what I remember, there are certain spells that take more of our power, and we only have a certain amount of that, and... I know different magic people are different, but there's always a sort of this lighter magic reserve that we have that kind of stays permanent. One of these
2: days I'm going to try and do that thing that you do when you make fun of somebody and it gets hurt.
3: Because
2: I think I might be able to do that.
3: I mean, you're a good talker. I can, uh, that's what I, have I can sleep. try and teach you at that some point. But yeah, do you, yeah. do you dot want to kind of keep an eye out with me for sure a couple hours to make sure nothing's coming and I hang out and let yeah. some of these all
0: folks get some rest. I'd love to. Hey, hey, Rook. Can you fit in here? I would be. I would feel better resting if I had the luckiest creature in Nephilim sleeping in here.
1: How tall is the canopy? I'm eight feet tall.
5: So it's, I'm assuming the hole would have been like 12 foot by 12, or like 10 foot by 10 foot by like 10 foot deep. Yeah. And then like a canopy stretched over the top of it, little A-frame type of thing. So, I mean, you if you were inside of it, you would be able to stand up, no problem. Getting in might be fun. <laughs> Do a lunge. Do a lunge, Rook.
0: Okay, I think I can fit in, and I try. How successful would you say Rook is at getting into a tent? <laughs> I take one corner of it and, like, hold it up in the air, <laughs> so that way
5: he can, like, get down and then... I mm-hmm.
2: mean. I mean, camels get in tents all the time. <laughs>
1: they do.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, if it's a camel
1: tent, then... <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they're way bigger than Rook, aren't they? Oh, how big are camels.
2: They're, they're big. <laughs> Which, when you're on one, makes a big difference.
0: Simon, coming down out of the tree, what are you up to tonight? Or this twilight time period? Doesn't
4: seem like it's going to be very easy to sleep it's so much light still, but while I'm just kind of looking around in this unfamiliar place, trying to decide what to do, I reach out and and try and sense whether there are living creatures nearby.
0: You can feel the living essence of the redwood beast that you're currently around and you can sense smaller living things moving around you nothing that would be considered currently a threat but if you wanted to track one of those things you potentially could
4: i'll follow it a little bit and see how that goes I don't I don't want to get like too far away from the group but at the same time this different feeling than I've ever had is just kind of drawing me to the hunt
0: as you are moving you are moving away from the group trying hard not to move too far away but you can feel the echo of something living as you step further off the path of the Redwood Beasts, and eventually you locate a creature hiding under a bush. And it's fairly easy to spot because it's glowing. It doesn't seem to have any Idea that you're even there.
4: And can I tell if it has a head?
0: As you get closer, it is a beetle of some kind. It's got a huge arched back shell with six legs holding it up. It's got a scrunched face with two huge eyes, and its shell cracks open in the middle and it flutters some insectoid wings from underneath it and you can see the, the red glow coming from inside it and the entire beetle is a reddish-orange color.
4: So as I'm just like looking at it kind of hunkered down I suddenly feel an affinity for this, this beetle and cast speak with animals.
0: Hello there. The beetle... Seems more or less surprised at being addressed in a way that it could even possibly understand. It looks at you and squints suspiciously. And then you hear it kind of go and it turns back around and starts humming a little song. Food food,
5: gotta food, find some food 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 food, can't find some food.
0: As it's digging around in the dirt under the bush. What is it that you eat? It looks at you suspiciously and says, Food? Food.
4: I used to eat food, but now I don't get hungry anymore. Can I help you?
0: The beetle's looking at you suspiciously, and as it does, uh, it bites on a leaf and pulls it off and then thoughtfully chews it as it stares at you.
4: It reminds me of a turtle. I very slowly pluck some leaves off of the bush, get a small pile in my hand, and hand it to the beetle. Can I ask you a question, and then I will leave you be? Food. Is there food that way? And I point south.
0: And the beetle kind of... Looks where you're indicating and says, Food, 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 food. And he says the last one as if it explains everything in a very matter of fact tone. I was planning on going
4: that way and wanted to know if, if there was any reason that I shouldn't.
5: Mm. Food,
3: food, 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 food. Um, food.
4: And I pluck another handful and I toss it to him and I think, thank you, beetle.
0: And the beetle's eating cautiously again and buzzes at you. And as he buzzes, two more of these reddish beetles fly down out of the trees around him and start also eating the leaves that you've left on the ground.
4: We head back to the camp.
0: While Simon is having a very deep conversation with beetles, what does the rest of the team do?
3: Dot and I are keeping watch. Okay. Also wondering what the heck simon is doing just wandering (laughs) about (laughs) like i'd be like dot do you see simon just kind of talking to that bush over there
2: it does seem to be i i've kind of decided that simon is a little bit weird but i think it might have to do with the chain and stuff like that like it, it might have changed him in certain ways
3: it's a little bizarre, but I think we're all a little quirky in our own ways. So, who are we to judge, right? That's true. It's
2: true. We're all very strange in our own little ways. Kind of kind of already missing my nest. It's a little bit weird not having little kids running around and telling stories. I hope we can get back. If we can help keep them
0: safe, I mean, it's worth it. Brood has eaten and drank his water skin dry, but he's currently sleeping in the tent. Yeah, I've eaten and drunk
5: as well. Same, Cease. I would just be, of course, eating, drinking... But then as I'm munching away, just reading more about the uh, the mystical woods of Mantle.
0: Okay. Rook, now that you're comfortably in the tent.
5: It, it took the entire
1: time. <laughs> 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 like shuffling around, <laughs> figuring it out. Like laying down to essentially turn myself into a couch. I look at the monster book of monsters that I got from the sage and I'm probably make it two words in and then I read three pages and forget everything that I read and then fall asleep. (laughs) Okay.
5: Cause that's how books work. I would be reading my book. And I would be sitting next to Brood while Brood is just completely asleep. Brood, there's apparently a wood called Living Wood that we can put magic in it, and it will hold the magic. And there's another wood out here called Aether Wood. It, this
0: this is wild. And then I would look over and be like, "Oh." <laughs> And then you just keep reading. It's like, yeah, Dad, I'm real excited. I'll get up in five minutes, I swear. <laughs> Wouldn't we have
2: a pretty good feel for what time it is? Like, we're used to not having sunlight to track our time.
1: Yeah, but si- Simon's entire physiology changed. Yeah, he doesn't get hungry anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You would know that you have walked for quite a while. You've been following the redwood bees for a couple of hours at the very least.
4: When I get back, I would sit, go sit by Dot and Ren, and kind of pull my cloak around me and kind of try and get settled. And um, Did the bush teach you anything? <laughs> I think it will be okay to go south. I mean, I was
2: totally kidding. Did it really talk to you?
4: <laughs> I think that from a, a basic level of being able to fulfill our needs as we travel, I think that we'll, we'll be safe going south. Okay. And no, the, the bush did not talk
0: to me. Oh.
4: Okay.
2: I
1: would feel I really to bad
2: say if like... that were the case. <laughs> Like I know, I'm. I don't know what all changed in your body, but it did seem like you were talking to that bush.
4: No, I wasn't. I was observing some wildlife. Did you see the glows from where we are now? And I kind of point to where they would be if I could still see them.
2: Can I see them? Yes. Yes.
4: Oh wow! That's, wow. that's special. <laughs> Those are just really, really big beetles. Pretty interesting, but that's not what I wanted to, to say. This is our, our first day out, and it already seems like a lot has happened. And I've, I've been thinking about our first conversation that we had together, uh, where I, I promised to do what I can to help to be a part of this group. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, you know, we've been together already through so much. And I'm worried that I'm not helping enough. I'm. You've been helpful. But getting out of naphthalene, something kind of came over me. And there were times where I just knew what to do when we were fighting. But ever since then... I just feel lost. What if it never comes back? I just need to find some way to be helpful.
2: I do think that we probably would have died if you hadn't been there, though, to get out. Like, we would all have died and would have blown up without your help stopping Corbal's dad. You definitely ate that one guy.
4: Yeah, and honestly, I think that's when it all went away after that that's when i stopped feeling my drive and and when i i felt i started to feel more lost was right after that now that i'm looking back at it what if my purpose now is done with the group i just want to be helpful
2: no i think the the more numbers we have the better we are at least that's how mouselings work
3: i think we will each find our our place in time. It just seems like everybody else is just so helpful compared to me. Simon, you got big big teeth, man, and you're gonna you're gonna do great with those teeth. Kind of like suck on my lips a little a little
4: self-conscious.
3: <laughs> like them. They they're nice. Don't worry about it. You'll you'll find your place. I mean, you can fly everywhere you go. But I can't climb. You know, that brings up
2: an interesting question, Simon. Do you miss flying?
4: I kind of tug my coat way closer and just like, Well, good job. Good night, guys. And I Uh, get up and...
2: I think I might have hurt his feelings.
4: (laughs) I go into the tent.
3: Didn't mean to. I whisper to Dot. Dot, I think everything hurts his feelings right now. So. <laughs> uh,
2: maybe so. I don't try to hurt him feelings. He'll
3: grow so. into it. He's gone through a lot recently and just needs to, to figure out who he is. Oddly,
2: I feel a lot more safe with him around. I've never really been a fighter or anything, but he he ate that guy. Like that guy died. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's kind
0: of creepy, but, you know, hey.
2: Yeah, if he doesn't come at us, then,
0: like, it seems like he could really help us. Brood emerges from the tent at this point and offers you guys a rest. Ah, yes.
3: Thank you, Brood. We'd, We'd gladly take some sleep.
2: I would go into the tent and just do my little curl into a little ball, and I'm a little... Probably foot and a half around
5: ball. I would come out and chat with Brood real quick. Put my hand on his shoulder and say, "You did good today. Don't don't feel like you have to be the best of everything."
0: I, th- I thought I knew what I was going to be. I got Daddy's box on a stick, and I've had all my investigator training, and I was like, "I'm going to be a fighter." but I wasn't much of a fighter. So I'm thinking since I had the power to heal, maybe I'm a healer and I can heal things. And that's a good thing too, you know.
5: That that would definitely be helpful to our team. When do you think you'll take the box off the hammer?
0: Oh, uh, well... I'm not sure. Daddy always said it was safer with the box on. So maybe when I feel like I don't need a little extra safety, maybe when it's time to hit somebody with it, it's time to take it out of the box. I don't know. I'm not even really sure what it is, honestly. I understand that. Brood,
5: I I need to get some rest, but I, I want to leave you with a thought. Oh, all right. I, I worry that you're, gonna know who you are, until you stop hiding behind the box, and then I just turn around and walk into the little tent.
1: As Corval is walking into the tent, Rook rolls over. <laughs> 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 And I'm pretty sure I would collapse the tent on top of everybody.
5: <laughs> Corball is a or, carpenter. He would make it
0: strong. Or would I roll out the side? Yeah, you roll out the side. You're out on the ground now. Okay. I Don't wake Are up. You, Just yeah, you're roll still over. Asleep. Okay. Okay. Brood is sitting on his box on a stick. His feet don't come close to touching the ground. So he's just sitting there. And while he's watching and waiting, more of the glowing beetles start converging around the tent. First, it's just like three crawling around on the trees. And then it's five. And then it's eight. And then there's ten. I
4: would come out of the tent and kind of shuffle up to Brood and say, Brood, I'm I'm worried I'm not being helpful enough. I'm worried that Corball's going to get... And then I look at all the beetles like, what's going on?
0: I don't know. They, they just started hanging out. And there's one currently crawling on Rook while he's asleep. I was going to hit it, but then I was afraid... Rook would kick me in the face again, so I figured the beetle's fine, right?
4: As long as they don't think we're food.
0: Oh, I, oh, yeah, okay, and Brood gets off the box on the stick and holds it. Now, just to be clear, I am not hiding behind the box, I am holding the box.
4: I didn't wonder about that, but I'm glad to know. (laughs)
0: The the amount of beetles is increasing exponentially as time goes on to the point where they're just all crawling around. And one of them is a little more bold and is walking up to Simon and Brood and eating things really close while looking at them.
4: I would see if I can do the trick I just learned, and the chain tightens a little bit. And I say to the beetle, why are you here?
0: And as you open yourself up to communication, you can hear just a cacophony of these beetles all saying, and they are starting to be agitated as they're around the camp, and they're buzzing their wings and working themselves up into a frenzy.
4: Uh, I would... I would just yell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say to the group to wake him up. But I'd like... <laughs> and it scares the crap out of Brood, who also screams and drops his hammer, thud, on the ground. His box on a stick. <laughs> Rook would
1: also get up in, like, that kicking way, you know, horses do. So anyone who's close to him...
5: Is... You're outside of the tent, so everybody's safe.
4: <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Except for the beetle. Yes, yeah, the see, beetle if is gonna, safe. see if
0: you hit a beetle. Give me a kick attack. That would be... 17. So as Rook is startled awake, he donkey kicks one of these beetles. Uh, give me a damage... Roll five. So he kicks this beetle, it goes flying, as is to happen when kicks something, and the beetles become extremely agitated and start swarming. So they've started s- flying in circles around the tent now. <laughs> <Help>! <laughs> that, that is a horror.
1: Just imagining the scarab beetles from The Mummy <laughs> coming to Whoa. eat you. Yeah. It's,
0: get it, get in the tent. Just let's hunker down, people. Oh, oh all right. Do all we right.
2: try and kill these or do we try and talk to them?
3: Just hunker. The talking doesn't work. Someone said hi. hi, hi They're Ryan. trying to kill us. Hunker!
2: I would try and... Peek out of the tent every once in a while and fire a blast at them. Okay.
3: Dot's eyes get eaten out.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, no, no. Just I peek out, fire, and then get back in.
0: Give me an attack roll. Twelve. Give me damage. Eight plus two,
2: so ten. Two of that is bludgeoning.
0: As this swarm is spinning around the tent and everybody seems to be panicking, Dot leans out and fires at one of the beetles. There is a hissing sound as your fire hits the beetle. And then the beetle that you hit explodes into a shower of fire. And it ignites four other beetles around it and it sets off this chain reaction this entire tornado of beetles is all exploding there's a lot of fire out here guys (laughs) while they are circling and as you are caught in this tornado of flame we will end the session for tonight
1: Thanks for listening to the Seven Bones Podcast. We know there are many like it, and we appreciate that you took the time to listen to ours. If you'd like, you can contact us using the email address bones at sevenbonespodcast.com. And that's with the number seven. So the number seven bonespodcast.com. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time.